Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast. If you don't already, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, anywhere you find your podcast. Don't forget, NumbBillsFan.com has all of our content. Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast. This is podcast number 127. I am your host, David Palermo. Um, I've been out at camp again. Day number three for me. I believe it was camp day six. It's August 2nd right now. Um, cool to be back down there again for Grandstand Sports Network. If you don't know, get on GrandstandSportsNetwork.com. Great podcast. Great things to listen to. Uh, if you're listening to this through Grandstand Sports Network, glad you found it. If you aren't, glad you have subscribed or found us on numbillsfan.com uh grandstand sports network has great podcasts like cover one podcast rock power report podcast uh, a few other teams 13 13 podcasts at least so also you want some hockey beyond the blade all about the sabers with chad chad's cool chad is also a big part of grandstand sports network dude gets real access for hockey so that's another Nice podcast to check out. Uh, don't forget, I'm everywhere. Numb Bills fan, everywhere you can think of. Uh, check out the Etsy store. You want to support the podcast? I have a limited run of shirts. There's some memorabilia for sale at my Etsy store. Uh, primarily Bill stuff, so check that out. Also, um, brought to you by PunchDrunkSports.com. Check out those guys at PunchDrunk on Twitter. Great podcast. Subscribe to them as well. Three comedians to talk about sports. We got Ari Shafir, who has a double Netflix special called Double Negative. And it's, I mean, come on, man. Guys, a Netflix special had a comedy show on Comedy Central called This Is Not Happening. And um, also, Sam Tripoli has a album out called The Diabolical. And find that on iTunes as well. And Jason Tebow, shout out to that guy. I'm pulling, I'm trying to get him on the podcast because he's a Falcons fan and we both hate the Patriots. You got to figure, right? So, um, and hey, little Shanahan Jr. over there was the offensive coordinator and guess, uh, you know, that Rick Dennison guy, he comes from that coaching tree pretty much to Kubiak and uh, that should be very interesting to have him on because, hey, I'm really liking where the Bills offense is going right now and I'm stoked. So if anybody's going to have a good preview, it'll be Jason Tebow. He's got to see something close. All right, same tree, same concepts. So that said, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Keep up to date with me. I tried posting on Reddit today, and man, Reddit shreds me so quick. And I really don't know how it works. I'm told, oh, yeah, this dude just posts or just to get more followers. Well, not really. I'm just posting here to say, like, here's where you can see me posting stuff. If you're into Bill's. Cool. Find me on Instagram and Twitter and on wherever. So um, no harm. Uh, if people can show me how to use Reddit efficiently and in a way where it's a good way to interact, I would love to learn it. I've always used Reddit more as a tool, like my lawnmower breaks, how do I fix this, or what's a good router. I'm going to go on Reddit and read, I think, very thorough reviews and, and opinion on stuff. So I kind of just organically want to offer the same thing to anybody on Reddit as well. Or if anybody thinks I should post anywhere else or 
you know, just please interact with me. You can shoot me an email to davidnumbillsfan.com. Uh, that said, I was at camp today. Uh, very excited for the Bills offense this year. We talked about that a lot um, with Eric Turner and Kevin Masari on podcast number 126. Make sure you check that out. That was yesterday. That podcast should last a long time because we're talking about what Kevin and I have seen so far through camp, being on the field. And not a lot of those concepts are going to change. So what we're seeing is really what we're going to get. So that's a podcast that should last through the offseason and maybe a little bit more. That's at, uh, I guess, it's training camp. So I don't even know if you really consider this offseason or not, is it? I mean, they call it spring training baseball, training camp. Uh, yeah, it's off season. Okay. So Danny Crossman, he spoke today. He had a presser. I was there at 8.15 this morning. And um, I've always been on defense with Danny Crossman because I've kind of felt like he's never a guy that you're like, man, we got to fire the special teams coach, but, man, we really got to keep it for next year. He's had some ups and downs. That said, being a special teams coach is, I think, a special thing to do because you're working with a rotating roster. And when your team has been losing for as long as the Bills have, and you're dangling by a thread where you might make more desperate moves, well, what's that going to affect? The depth chart. Well, what does Danny Crossman use? The the bottom of the depth chart to plug in in place, guys. But let me tell you something. Danny Crossman commands the room. I've heard him in interviews. He sounds great. I've seen a couple videos with him. Never really paid too much attention. But as a man, I really respect that guy. Uh, Chris Brown tried to get a question from him, and he, he was kind of stern on it for a little bit and uh he knows what he wants he knows what he expects and what i like about him is he has empathy he understands that if a guy is a rookie he's not going to get it but he understands that he said it himself if it's a veteran i have expectations from that veteran it's not like they're new to the league they've already been playing and i like that he's not just going to drill sergeant you to drill sergeant you that said if you've lasted three coaching staffs and they're all different styles you got doug marone who's very stern, and then you got Rex Ryan, who runs arguably the loosest ship ever and has a lot of loose ends. Well, if Rex Ryan kept you around, you must be all right. You must be that classic football guy. Maybe you're not cut from that cloth of keeping everything together, you know? So um, for me, I look at things in a really, really positive light with Danny Crossman where maybe this guy really just does need his pieces in place and he can do some damage. So, he's in a tough spot. You have Lorenzo Alexander, who's brought in for special teams, and now that guy is a pro bowler, which is cool for for Lorenzo. But then you got Ramon Humber, who's now in the, in the starting lineup. Is is you know what I mean? Like, come on, another linebacker taken from him. It's 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 amazing. At the same time, he's down with it. Crossman, you should really check out his press conference if you haven't seen it. And just honestly, in person, I have a new respect. For, not a new respect, but just like another level of respect. Um, you know, when you're hearing these guys talk, sometimes you don't know. It, it, it just seemed believable, his tone, and he knows what he wants. And, and I like that out of a football coach. You know, you, you want to you lead men. You have to lead men. They have to know what you're expecting. I don't like doing things for people where I don't know what to expect. And then, you know, you might try it and you get badgered. It's kind of like you got to – these coaches out there, they're encouraging. At the same time, they're teaching. At the same time, 
they're running between drills themselves and, and these coaches are sweating. So it's a very interesting camp to see special teams just pops up out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. They did a lot of special teams today, a lot along with a lot of team stuff, um, two-minute drills, a lot of cool things to see. Um, Micah Hyde went down with an injury, uh, a minor leg injury, I guess. Uh, it was right in front of me. And Tyrod Taylor threw a pickup, and Andre Holmes actually, he did a comeback route on, on Trey White and was wide open. But I don't know what Tyrod Taylor threw it up, I forgot who he was going after, but um, Micah Hyde came down with it. Interception. And, uh, you know, he was slow to get up. He tried to get up, and then trainers are over there in a flash. And for me, you know, starting this as a fan, it's like, um, you know, you know what number it is, and you're hoping that when he gets up, it's not that number, not to slight any other player. But this is a guy where no, no, no. This is that safety we've been waiting for that can actually corner that can actually be a corner and actually be very versatile. That overused word for players these days and really make something happen. So for me to see him go down, I was like, oh no, 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 can't be Mike Hyde, can't be Mike Hyde. He he walked off on his own power, limping to the sideline, and then afterwards he was saying everything's all good. Just uh, you know, he just felt kind of funny. Which does happen. And it is interesting that they're practicing on the grass field over there too, by the way. Not the turf field at Fisher. Um, for the most part. So, and they'll use the jugs machines for the receivers on the, on the turf field. Um, but, also another thing too. Logan Thomas, tight end position. We, we talked about this with Eric Turner and Kevin Massari on podcast number 125. And we talked a lot, a lot about what we've been seeing offensively and defensively. Lots of motion. Again, another theme today. Motion, 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 motion. If you've been complaining about the tight ends not being used, you will not be complaining this year. I don't see... I see a lot of balls thrown to the tight ends this year from all the quarterbacks. Nick O'Leary's getting his hands on some balls. You got Logan Thomas working his way up the depth chart, maybe past Nick O'Leary. I mean, I was talking with Sal Capaccio yesterday on the sideline. I asked him something. I go... Man, they're really working Logan Thomas in here, huh? They really want to make a part of the offense, giving him every opportunity. And, and Sal goes, yeah. There's about, he's, I've counted 13 reps from him so far, and there's still a good amount of camp left, probably another quarter of the day left. So um, Logan Thomas, great catch right in front of me. TJ Yates threw the ball up in the air and uh, into double coverage. It reminded me of a Ryan Fitzpatrick ball. And he gave Logan Thomas a chance to come down with it, and he did. And it was great. Like, went up and got it. Like, you're thinking that it wasn't the same style, but in Buffalo, we've been talking about that go up and get it guy. You know, you're thinking about Hunter last year in the end zone, catching that rock from Tyrod. It's like, you want you want the guy to go up and get it. Now, I wouldn't compare Logan Thomas to anybody else, really. I don't, you know, this is training camp. He's transferring positions. But he's looking really good from being a quarterback and now a tight end. And what I like about a guy who's a quarterback is the mental's already there. The work ethic's already there. You don't got to worry about the riffraff. He played quarterback. Come on. So, for me, pretty stoked on Logan Thomas. Uh, the tight ends are pretty solid. Charles Clay got a lot of balls. Um, also, LaShawn McCoy, just that dude is just LaShawn McCoy. Mike Tolbert, he can catch the rock. 
Uh, people are saying they would not be shocked if Mike Tolbert is a running number number two running back, and and honestly, I'm fine with that. I said it yesterday when I was at camp. Mike Tolbert is getting positive yardage just about every time he touches the ball. He's doing everything. So I'm pretty stoked with with the running backs. I mean, as always, Eric Wood was back today. Uh, Richie Incognito had a day off. Um, so. Eric Wood talked after practice, and, and he was talking about uh, veteran days off. I was like, yeah, man, when I was a young guy, young guy, I wouldn't envision being a veteran having a day off. Like, who does that? But, hey, it was nice, you know? So, um, pretty cool stuff. You should check that out wherever you see that. I thought I periscoped it. Tried to periscope it. And then my Twitter, just check my Twitter feed. should be up there. If not, I'm sure it's up on buffalobills.com. But Eric Wood had some cool thoughts. And, um pretty stoked overall about the offense and and really the work ethic of trying to get this figured out I mean Sammy Watkins is working really hard that guy's getting a lot of reps that guy's grinding out there and he looks mint he looks really mint you got other guys out there Streeter finds a way to be open a lot and when his number is called he makes an opportunity so there was a little little scrum today, too. I believe it was Zay Jones at number 37. I look at my little chart here. Yeah, who was that? 37. Shamil uh, Gary from Oklahoma State Safety. So uh, that was kind of cool. Got a little chippy, but it's going to happen. Urine pads, day four. It is what it is. I mean, good to see these guys out there hitting. Kyle Williams is just an absolute just monster. Um I'm on the sidelines chilling, and it's just like, I know it's their position group. You got Lawson, Kyle Williams, Darius, and Jerry Hughes, and they're just constantly talking about football. They ain't, like, out there busting chops, and and it's just like this team just seems, like, really focused. I, I know it's been the common theme that everybody's saying, oh, focus, 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 but, and trust me, after the last couple of coaching staffs, I'm like, all right, what's really going to go on? No, nah, this team is buying in. There's nothing negative that we're hearing yet. And it seems like a pretty good operation, top to bottom. And and like I said earlier, I was pretty blown away with with uh, Danny Crossman to see him speak as a man and 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 command the room. Quite frankly, uh, the guy know what he knows what he wants. Uh, he was mentioning that the rookies are doing really well so far with special teams, and that's great. And you know you got to start looking at the bottom uh, uh, of the depth chart if you're not going to show up on special teams. And and you you ain't a starter. You ain't a top two. You got to learn special teams. And and I mean, what's interesting to me is a lot of these guys they might not have had to do that in the past because they've been the stars of their school. So um, there is a hell of a learning curve in, in some aspects. That said, a hardworking player, insert player X, they've had to put in that work. So you know you got guys like Andre Holmes. You mentioned. Right from um, dude's mouth, like right from Danny Cross's mouth, along with Leonard Johnson about about their contributions on special teams. They're being solid. So I thought today was just another one of the same where you just have special teams coming in. There were some kicks today that was good. Hauschka is, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. Uh the, you know, the DJ was stoked on Hauschka. 
like went up to him. He he walked behind the DJ thing, and uh, the real DJ Yes is like really stoked. And Stephen House got me with the bills, and I was too because people kind of look at that pickup like no big deal. But how many times did the Bills lost games due to feet? A lot. A lot of things have gone wrong due to the feet. And that's in the special teams department. This whole feet thing. And when you have a lot of injuries and your team is quite desperate and you're always hanging on by a damn thread and you got to use up the depth chart because of injuries or bad coaching or whatever it is or people not buying in, whatever your reason is, and you're a special teams coach, you got to now use up those guys. So to have a guy like Hauschka booming kicks, being solid, that's cool. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm stoked with that. And on a side note with the DJ, the real DJ, yes, I will say uh, I put in a, a request for some older Isley brothers. And I'm hoping that he, fought, he, he comes through. I think he will. He's a super nice guy. If you haven't seen it, I post him a couple times on the Instagram. He's just on the sidelines. That's doing his thing, and he's killing it. I'm pretty stoked. So, for me, I'm all about the DJ. And the thing is, is you would think, oh, man, this DJ ain't going to play good shit. No. No. He's jamming. He is jamming. Look, as far as I'm concerned, he could play the whole Isley Brothers album that he is on, and I would be, like, perfectly fine. That's just me. But I catch myself kind of like moving a little bit when I'm out there myself. And it's like, I might not think like any, like anything, but I mean, yesterday I decided to wear a black shirt. I was sweating like a lot. Today it was blue, so I look a little bit better. A little bit less, uh, you know, dumb. But look, I hope you feel better. Love comes on. And I get to hear that screaming guitar solo. I will be really, really stoked. To hear Isley Brothers. I'm just saying. So I hope Real GJS, you know, you're listening, man. Maybe you'll put that on. But he was taking requests from Hauschka. You know, man, what do you want to hear? What do you want to hear? That's so cool. Like, I think that's cool. This camp has been really focused, yet loose, yet different. Um, I'm actually amused at camp. I'm sorry, but I would hop on that bus like, Go out there to camp, and I'd be like, damn, I kind of wish I had my, my time back because it's sitting in the bleachers, and I would just sweat. And it was so slow. And people, and, and sometimes it's like, I don't know what the hell's going on. You know, and then, oh, we're going to put things on this field. So now you have to leave the stands, go to that field. Whatever's going on in camp now, I really like it. Uh, not that it was bad before. It wasn't bad, per se. But they moved some things around. It's a little bit different. Make sure you get down to training camp. I'll be back down there again tomorrow at 8.15. If anybody has anything, again, don't be shy. I tried to post on Reddit today. Um, weird experience over there. Hopefully I don't get trolled too hard. Trying to figure that out. Trying to be more interactive with comments and stuff. I'm still working a day job. You know what I'm saying? Which is nice. But um, trying to get down to camp. Really stoked on uh, the access there. And um, really genuine about it. If anybody needs anything, let me know. I will do my best to answer any questions. Um, I had a really, I just, I'm really stoked to be down there at camp because I get to see a lot of things. Like I said before, I'm really stoked on Logan Thomas. I'm really stoked on the tight ends. Charles Clay had a lot of balls thrown to him. Nick O'Leary was getting reps with other guys today. He was getting reps from all the quarterbacks. And um, 
Logan Thomas is definitely making an impact. Uh, Nice stuff by him, too, blocking. He's not bad. He's not a bad player at all, and he's making a quick transition. I like that he's a former quarterback. Really stoked with him. Um, One guy I think that is pretty interesting to really watch, honestly, is Zay Jones. He's just – I just think there's something totally there with the connection – with his coach from college. So, you know, I love that when guys can come in from a draft and just look the part, and he definitely looks the part. He's very intense out there. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he got in a camp scrum today. You know, so kind of um, getting heated out there. That's all. It's, it's camp, you know. Um, very cool stuff. From Richie Incognito, uh, or I should say uh, Eric Wood on Richie Incognito. Very funny stuff. You should really check out Eric Wood's interview. Um, I'm sure it's up on buffalobills.com. And uh, very interesting stuff. So make sure you follow that. Eric Wood leaves a bunch of funny stuff out there. He's talking about a Veterans Day off and how we thought he'd never have one as a rookie. He's like, why would I want that? And, you know, look, Richie Incognito head off today. I'm fumbling on my words. And he has a little veteran rest day. I like that these players are getting that. Let's see what these guys can do in the depth situations. We've seen offensive linemen miss a game or two, whatever. And especially at certain positions on the team. I mean, we're solid with Groy. The Bills obviously like Groy as a backup center. But there's very important positions that you want to see work out. And people need reps, you know. So he did mention how it's year three with Tyrod Taylor and um, tried to periscope it. It might have uploaded to my Twitter, but I should have a periscope of Eric Wood up there. I'm completely not sure. Just got home from work and doing his podcast real quick. And, um, you know, again, he, he brought up some good points. Year three with Tyrod Taylor, things are more natural. So, uh, you know, things are looking great for the Bills right now overall. You got LaShawn McCoy back in pads. He's looking good. Mike Tolbert is the damn real deal. He catches the ball. When that guy gets moving, I ain't getting his way. I'm telling you. I would not get in his way. He's solid. Uh, age? What's age? You know, if you're a fan of Fred Jackson, you should be a fan of, fan of Mike Tolbert. The dude has it. And imagine him coming behind Shady McCoy. Wouldn't be shocked if he's a number two running back. If you like screen passes, you're going to like the offense this year. Again, we talked a lot about this offense yesterday in podcast number 125 with Kevin and Eric Turner from um, Cover One Podcast. So, CoverOne.net. Check those guys out. Um, pretty stoked for what I've been seeing from LaShawn McCoy and, and how guys are being used. Like I said, if you want to see tight ends being used more, they're being used. You want to see screens, they're going to be throwing screens. You want to see LaShawn McCoy in space with the rock? They're going to throw him the ball. There's some good stuff going on with this Bills offense. It just looks like like they're really trying to help out Tyrod Taylor. They're really trying to make this a turnkey office or uh, offense for him. So, again, thank you for tuning in. I am here uh, on the sidelines on behalf of Grandstand Sports Network. Please, please, please check them out, grandstandsportsnetwork.com. Follow them on Instagram, Grandstand Sports. Follow them on Twitter, Grandstand underscore SN. And that is Grandstand Sports Network. So please shoot them a follow. PunchDrunkSports.com. Shoot them a follow. You want to support the podcast, um, click through NumBillsFan.com and make sure you click through the Etsy link with the shirt. You like it, pick it up. Limited size available. Very comfortable. And uh, give me about a week to ship them. 
And usually I should have priority mail. So you'll have it in a couple days. And lastly, thank you for checking this out. I'm your host, David Palermo. And have a good one.